Hello, good people. This is LaCole Rose. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Between Frets, a space where female musicians who play stringed instruments meet and discuss all things music. We have a spectacular podcast for you today. I am so stoked. We have the the phenom. Everyone loves her tone, her style, her videos. She's just infectious. You just want to copy everything she posts. <laughs> you want to be mm-hmm. as great players she is her name is sophie giuliani all the way from australia yes the fret sisters are international now <laughs> sophie how are you doing today hey Nicole. yeah i'm good thank you how are you i am great thank you thank you for doing this show we really appreciate it and awesome to be on here <laughs> yes yes and as i said your style is so amazing for such a young artist um where did it begin you're welcome. Where did it begin for you? What What was your beginnings in music? Um, well, not that I remember this, but um, I've been told I always loved music as a toddler. And um, I think Van Halen and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were favorites to drive along to in the car. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> another moment I remember um, paying more attention to the music than, I, than what I was actually supposed to be doing was in uh, ballet. <laughs> oh wow yeah i was actually i was hopeless at it but i i did jazz hip-hop classical and um because of ballet i asked for an ipod for christmas and that's when i started listening to a lot of music oh wow so you've always been musical so dancing and being a creative all that sort of came together so the dancing yeah. did you ask to dance before the music yeah i did ask to dance but it turned out i wasn't very good at it <laughs> <laughs> I was shocking at it. <laughs> so that's when um, sort of the music stuck out to me, which was interesting. Was there a particular yeah. song or player? I think um, I remember there was, we were doing a concert and there was a um, Black Eyed Peas song. I can't even remember the song. And that song really made me want an iPod for some reason. And then I downloaded like all dad's songs, like ripped them onto the, um, the computer and put them on the iPod from the car. And it's just sort of all started there. And then one day I just wanted to play guitar, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's quite a journey from Black Eyed Peas to guitar. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so were your parents musical? Did anyone in your family play? Or were you like the first generation of players? Um, well, before I was born, my dad played drums and my uncle's a music teacher. Mum's um, a self-proclaimed singer. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, not so much my, uh, yeah, like mum and dad, they're not really musical anymore, but um, definitely like love listening to music. Like it was always a big thing growing up, like driving around in the car and just on in the house always, you know, as you do. Yeah, so you said the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Van Halen. What kind of music did you hear around the house? Was it the same kind of music or was it more of an eclectic style? Oh, there was lots of, lots of 80s stuff and yeah, a fair bit of rock. Mum, uh, mum's always on onto the ballads. She was a massive Madonna fan back in the day. <laughs> oh, great, great! Yeah. Hey, I love eighties music. Eighties baby, yeah, I love it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, eighties is the best. Yes, indeed. So, when how old were you about when you finally asked your parents for a guitar? Do you remember? Um, I was eleven years old. Yeah, I was okay. actually I actually asked my nan. I was driving along, and I think I don't even know what we were doing, um, and. I just had this urge to play guitar. She had one at her house and that was my uncle's. And I think, yeah, I just ended up asking her and she got my uncle to come over and we had a guitar lesson and then it just sort of started from there. 
also the uncle that you mentioned he played guitar he was a music teacher for guitar yeah he's a guitar yeah oh wow okay so um did he give you his guitar and just taught you the basics you know cd e g and all that yeah yeah okay. so the, i took lessons for him, with him for a long time and um then i moved schools down to melbourne for a year to finish year 12 at a more you know musical focus school and that was okay. last year so yeah i sort of got lessons and you know i mean if you only taught yourself what you learned in your lessons it's just not enough because I mean lessons are half an hour so at, at the same time I was taught and self-taught you know during those times you you really learn a lot when you're on your in your room alone and just spilling around you know yeah exactly <laughs> there's just there's always something to learn or create yeah that's great so since you're in school and you're still doing that do you have any aspirations to go to college university to study it further yeah, well, I'm actually having a gap year this year, so I'm not at school at the moment, but I work at a school. Um, I'm actually coming over to the States to study, which is exciting, next year. Oh, wow. Is it your first time coming over? Yeah, well, um, I got into Berkeley and Musicians Institute, and it'll just come down to, like, whichever one we can afford, because, as you know, it's pretty expensive. Yes. And, um, it's expensive, yeah, both. <laughs> very. <laughs> so we're actually coming for a trip in January and we're going to come to Nam, have a look at MI in LA and then head over to Boston and see if I can get any scholarships. But otherwise, yeah, I'll be heading over to LA. Yeah. Oh, that is phenomenal. Your first name. Let me tell you now, that is going to be a shock. I've, I've never seen so many people in one place in my life. Ma'am, you, are you yes. going to be there? No, I, I don't oh. think I'm going this year. I went last year. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. It was quite an experience. Just be prepared for so many people and just music in every corner and people you never thought you'd see before. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> you are going to love it. It's been a long time dream. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I'm a massive gearhead. So just, I mean, I know it's not all about the gear, but like... Yeah, I think it's just going to be pretty cool. Oh, it's all about the gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's like the people there too. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's great to network and everything. Is there anything you're excited to see or any product or any, you just want to like, you know, play around or what were you, what's your first thing you're going to do when you get there? Um, For the January trip? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's only, it's only a two week trip. So um, probably won't do too much, but um. Hopefully when I move over, like there's a few ideas and stuff for solo projects, but um, and I've had a few opportunities that just haven't come at the right time and I haven't been able to take them. But I'm definitely working with some people to get some stuff happening in the future. And I hope that when I get over there, I can sort of develop these ideas that I have and, you know, do something after oh, college or whatever. Oh, sure. It's definitely going to happen. Like I say, you're an amazing player. But when, as soon as you walk in the door, I'm sure someone's going to scoop you up. Well, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm, I'm amazing, sure. but I, I work hard. I work hard. <laughs> definitely, definitely. We can tell you have great skill. <laughs> and um, in advance, welcome to America. But um, <laughs> but now that you've been doing all that, you say you want to work on solo projects. Is there anything, is there any style or genre that really that really resonates with you that you like more than the other that you want to work on for your project? Uh, I don't know because like at the moment I wouldn't put myself to a style of music because I mean I would love to like for my main sort of job I'd like to be you know like session session and touring musician for any mm -hmm. style any style artist and so I always focus my practice and listening towards a range of genres because like 
I genuinely love them all, but more importantly, I want to be like as versatile as I can as a musician. But like, um, as like solo sort of stuff, you know, like Matias Rosado. Oh yes. And like Larry Basilio, all that kind of stuff. It's a bit of a mix. Like they do like soft and neo soul ballady types of like instrumental stuff, and then they can completely flip the table and do something heavy and. So I don't really mind. It's just, I guess it'll um, depend on like the people I'm around and, you know, who I can find. But I think that it'll be a bit different in America. There's so many more people. Like, like, I'm from a really small town. So like at the moment, all I do is pretty much play in my room. Not much music around here. (laughs) Oh, wow. So what do you do? What is your practice time like? How do you break it up or... Um, well, I go to school from, I go to work from like 8.30 to like 3.30 and then I come home, have something to eat, start practicing and oh, it depends what I have on because like at the moment, like I've gotten a lot of opportunities this year that I thought I wouldn't get so soon and I've been mm-hmm. able to like collaborate with companies and, um, you know, like the pickup jazz scene. Oh, yes. Instagram. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to like do some stuff for them and I've been writing a few song squads, but um genuinely like uh, I'll come home and just work on my sight reading at the moment probably the stuff that's gonna be be needed for the scholarship so my routine's a bit out of whack at the moment (laughs) because like things keep coming at me oh I understand that I understand that as someone who has to audition for college next year I understand what you're going through (laughs) yeah it's not it's not 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 nice (laughs) (laughs) exactly so since you live in a small town um do you have any experiences or opportunities to actually play in front of a crowd or travel and do anything like that yeah yeah I've um probably my first big experience was with um a priest called Father Rob Galea and he did a few things around like local areas and um I also used to play at church quite a bit when I was younger at the youth masses on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. But um, my first proper gig was with a cover band, proper paid gig. Um, yeah, it was with a cover band at a local pub called Flannies. But like, it never, never went that far, and it kind of, yeah, everyone sort of just moved and sort of fell through. But prior to that, I did like a lot of solo acoustic gigs at like art exhibitions and birthday mm-hmm. parties and events. Yeah, it's sort of hard to get things together around here sometimes. Oh, I understand, understand. So do you have, even with those gigs that you had, did you have an ease in front of the crowd? Were there any nerves or anything? Was it just like, okay, finally I'm here. I feel I'm, it's home on stage. <laughs> um, well, I think, yeah, there was, it depended what I was doing. If I was taking a lot of lead parts, there was definitely a bit of nerves. But um, when I'm with other people, I don't really feel it so much. Mm-hmm. But um Maybe more when I'm doing solo stuff and I know people are watching. If people aren't watching and people are like, you know, it's a really social event, I'm fine. But I do definitely get nervous, like, when I know people are paying attention. And, like, exam situations, audition situations, completely suck. (laughs) Oh, yeah, those are nerve-wracking. You just have all eyes on you, like... (laughs) Yeah, it's awful, awful feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you mentioned that you're a gearhead. What was your first guitar? My first guitar was a white Fender Stratocaster. Oh yeah. wow! Top I, show. I didn't start on that, but like, I, I started on a little acoustic that wasn't mine, and then I think it was about a year into it. Um, yeah, mum and dad bought me the Strat. 
do you feel that helped you out? Because some people say they prefer to, they prefer younger um, musicians to start on acoustic to get their fingers, you know, sturdy enough for the, you know, electric. They say to be yeah. easier transition. Do you, did you find it to be that way? Or do you think it's that way? Yeah, I thought, yeah, I definitely think it was, um, I mean, there's no rules, but I'm glad I did it that way because, yeah, like you said, it's just an easier transition. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people say electric's easier to play, but I don't, I don't understand that. But um, I definitely think like starting on acoustic's worth it because you don't want to go the other way around because, I don't know, it's like getting the fundamentals of something. Like you really, to make an acoustic sound good is sort of almost harder than electric because you can't like saturate it with effects and like exactly. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. <laughs> There's no hiding behind the effects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So what made you want to jump onto social media and just start playing? Was it more for yourself to get the nerves out and just to practice and to share? I mean, what made you do that? Um, well, I think I was just on it. Like I got a phone when I was 13 and I was playing guitar at the time and I made Instagram. And I think it wasn't long like later that I started to like discover other people like posting their stuff. I think when I first got Instagram, there wasn't even like video yet. So I was following a few like musicians, just like random people. And then um, when video came out, they started posting these cool like 15 second little (laughs) videos. Like I remember there's a guy called Shay Ibrahim something. He was one of the first guys I followed. And I'm still following, he's awesome. He's from, I can't remember where he's from, but he's gone to Nam too and I'm getting to meet him, which is super cool. And he did like, he was posting all the John Mayer covers and all his gear and that's like a lot of like, influence has come from Instagram to be honest I just sort of saw that other people were doing it and started sort of posting my own stuff and it just went from there exactly and how do you feel about being the influencer now for so many other people (laughs) oh I I don't even know what to say like it's weird to think that uh, like I am I I don't really know if I am but (laughs) you definitely are I remember I think it was I think it was a video back last May or March. I think I watched mm. it like 10 times in a row trying to get your finger patterns down. Like, I have to get this. Oh. I have to. <laughs> That's crazy to think people watch. I don't know. It's just weird. Me and mum laugh about it all the time because it's just sort of like, it's just a weird thing to think that, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it sure. makes the world so small. Or exactly. Even us connecting like this, like 16 hours yeah. apart. You know? It's crazy. What time is it there, by the way? It is 13 minutes after midnight. Oh, so, yeah, you'd be yeah. feeling it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a night owl. Like, at this time, I usually... Oh, that's good. Yeah, working I'm on music. I'm definitely not night owl. Oh, really? I'm not. No, I'm very strict with my sleep. <laughs> Believe it or not, no, if I have a bad night, like, I will do, like, really unproductive um is that the word mm-hmm. yeah unproductive like practice like I just can't focus properly if I don't get my sleep so I'm, I'm very strict on my eight hours and I find that I get better practicing and I just feel I feel better to be honest oh wow so say you're deep in practicing do you like okay I gotta cut this off I gotta get my sleep well it depends <laughs> maybe on the weekends not so much but um yeah definitely Maybe oh. not so much when I was younger. Maybe I used to stay up later, but definitely now I'm like strict with it because I get up at like six. So I don't know. I just feel like if I don't get it, 
then the next day I won't practice. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Then that adds up, and then you're going well, days without probably. it. Yeah, I sort of pick up the guitar and just fluff around instead of like actually doing something that I need to do. <laughs> so, do you have like designated days for certain things, or do you write things down, or do you just pick it up and go with the flow? Um, or well, I never used to write things down until this year. Pretty much because of Instagram, I've been getting like so many opportunities that I didn't think would come this year. Um, I'm, I've been having to write stuff down and sort of like plan it out because like it sort of got overwhelming at a point because I like took on so much and then I was like so overwhelmed by it that I just couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to just sit around and sort of think about it instead of doing it. So now I, I definitely like write stuff down and like <laughs> I get mum to help me. And I get really stressed. I'm like, help! When do I do this? When do I do that? Mm, I'm not a very social person, so I, the whole like Saturday and Sunday is all music. You know, I just pretty much use that to do. Oh wow! Every- so you're an introvert as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me as well. I I love it. So when you're asked to do something, you're kind of shy, but then you break out of it. But then when everything's done, you yeah. still want to go back in your show. Like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Exactly. <laughs> I feel you 100%. <laughs> so when you're not doing music and you want to relax, uh, what do you enjoy doing? What gives you joy besides music? Joy besides music? Well, I love my job at the moment. I mean, it's work, but I mean, I find it relaxing. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that too loud. Um, yeah, I work at a primary school. Um, absolutely adore the people there and the kids are awesome. Shout out to Kathy Anderson. She wanted me to mention her. What's up, Kathy? um yeah i honestly don't do much besides music but i love um i love being home with my dog and my family um i really love where i live like i just love home so much so i'm a little bit scared to move next year but um we'll see what happens but um nan and pop live like five minutes away so i'm always like walking the dog around to their house and visiting But yeah, other than that, I like going to watch like live music and going to other people's gigs. But um, Sophie offstage, um, wow. Hands Off Guitar is literally watching live concerts and gear demos on YouTube or like obsessing over gear. <laughs> that is interesting because most people say that when they're not doing music, they're still thinking about music. And yeah, something- <laughs> it drives me crazy. You just get so consumed by it. Not that it's a bad thing, but like, wow. I don't think it ever stops. Be honest it doesn't like i like i told someone recently like you know you can be in the house and the air conditioner come on but oh you're humming okay that's an a flat and then you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, you have <laughs> no i'm teaching myself actually i'm i've been trying to do that too but like i can't can't do it because i went mm-hmm. to a school last year that people heaps of people had perfect pitch and that you know they'd be doing their oral bit for the exam and they'd just get it like straight away and i'm like Damn, how do people have perfect pitch? I don't know. I had a vocal Crazy. coach. I had a vocal coach who had it. I mean, that's honestly the first time I've ever heard of it. And yeah. so I asked her, could you learn it? She's like, I don't <laughs> think so. I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll teach myself. So I'll, I have a little keyboard and I do like a note a day. I'll press like a C sharp and then I'll just like hum the C sharp. Anytime I hear something, it sounds like a C sharp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it proving challenging or is it coming it, along? It is. See, here's the weird thing. Um, what she told me that people have perfect pitch. There's a theory that they hear perfect C in the womb. Really? Yes, that's what she told me. But the thing wow. is... 
I can't, yeah, I can't hear C. I hear E in everything. So, oh my, I'm broken. Yeah, I'm broken. Are <laughs> you broken? You are. Maybe I'm broken too. I'm investigate that. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. So you say as a self-professed gearhead, could you run down your rig? What is your go-to rig? Oh, well, if I had to record like direct and use a plug-in like through the interface, Neural DSP any day. I've been using their products lately and the um, Archtype Polini and the Nolly plugins for recording are amazing. It's crazy how much they sound like a real amp. Oh, like, wow. But um, rig rig, um, like real rig, probably mm-hmm. two rock amp, well not probably, definitely two rock <laughs> amp, some good verb and drives, uh, like I can survive with that. But um, my pedalboard at the moment. I'm actually just looking at it. Before I forget, I was lucky enough to become an Eventide artist at the start of the year. So, um, oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. So I've got um, the H9. You know the H9 Max. Yes. Crazy pedal. It's, wow. it's unbelievable the capability of that pedal. Um, I pretty much that's a one that comes with me everywhere. Um, but other than that, I love um, Bondi FX pedals. Um, they're they're actually an Australian brand. They're from like uh, New South Wales. From Bondi, yeah, they're actually from Bondi. Um, oh, okay. I use their Delmar and Sikaz Overdrive, pretty. Um, Matias Sato, he got me onto them. So I didn't even know about them before um, I saw Matias using a few of their pedals. Oh yeah. Uh, and I guess you can't go wrong with um, a Strymon Big Sky for reverb. Oh, classic already. <laughs> I've got an Ecosystem Delay pedal by the Empress Effects. And it's like, it's kind of like, do you know what it is? Yes. Similar, yes. yeah, similar things to the Strymon. It's got all these settings and blah, blah, blah. Awesome pedal. Um, what else? The Jackson Audio Bloom. I don't like use compression that much, but like when you're doing the whole funky Corey Wong stuff and um, if you, sometimes I use it for like sustain. It's got like five settings, like five preset settings and that, that pedal's just fun. And it's got like an EQ and a boost all in one pedal like that's just the coolest pedal i thought it would be a boring pedal to purchase yeah but actually, that's why i didn't get it it's honestly so fun. <laughs> the most boring pedal is the tuner like come on <laughs> like, having, having to buy the tuner was painful like i'm like oh i just want an overdrive but i really need tuner get the tuner you're taking space on my board for no reason yeah i know <laughs> like oh do i really need tuner <laughs> just like that tune nah. um Oh, but like Chase Bliss Audio, their stuff is crazy cool. All their, oh, wow. I mean, I probably still don't even understand the whole like how this pedal works, but um, I've got the um, Gravitas, the tremolo pedal. That is a cool pedal. And like just, what else do I have? The Walrus Audio Julia for chorus and pretty much about it. Oh, the Jam Ray. I always say this name wrong, but Vemaran. I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm very sorry to the company if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always, like, gear and names, I always get it wrong. Like, I'm lucky that I get mum to ring up all the time because, like, I have an Apogee quartet. Mm-hmm. And when I went to buy that, I told mum to ring up and ask for an, a pogey quartet. <laughs> <laughs> so she rang up. She's, like, on the phone, like, oh, hello. My daughter's after an, a pogey quartet. <laughs> and they're like, What? <laughs> Like, it's I, not me, it's make my Make up mom. my own names. <laughs> Always make up my own names. And like um, Rocket um, Studio Monitors, mm-hmm. I used to call them Rokits. Really? Like, <laughs> I don't even know where I get this from. 
Maybe it's because I'm like half Italian and my nan like makes up words. <laughs> I'm going to blame my nan. <laughs> hey, it's not your fault, right? I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we all make up. We all have our own little language. Come on. We, yeah, I understand. I definitely sure. have my own little language going on here. Because <laughs> I always mess up, what is it, Grish, Grosh? I always mess yeah. up the name. <laughs> I just want to speak about gear because I get it all wrong. I probably said everything all wrong. So you have an amazing pedal board. You prefer actual pedals more than the multi-effects, correct? Like the Helix and all of these? Or do you have you tried those? Oh, well, I haven't actually tried them, but like, of course I have the urge to get one. But because I'm saving to come to the States, I haven't been able to like invest in one. But oh, I totally understand. I mean, Helix, if you're listening, no. <laughs> hey, um, Helix, hit her up. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm sure I've heard that like touring with like the multi-effects sort of rigs are much easier. So it's easier on I'm your sure, back. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. It's all you bring. I'm sure in the future, like I'll try them out. It's not like that I'm close to or like prefer one or the other. I just haven't really tried it. But I do oh. love my pedals. I love how they look. I love how they sound. I just, they're really addictive. For mm. sure. It's so, just fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your amp and uh, that you have in your guitar of choice? Um, Two Rock Studio Pro Plus. That's my amp. It's a combo amp. I think it's like a 35 watt. Can't really lift it, so it kind of sucks. <laughs> but lucky I have parents to lift it. Actually, I don't even leave my room anymore, so it doesn't really move. Oh, wow. Um, I've also got the Princeton, a Fender Princeton. I can lift that one. But guitars, oh, that's hard. Probably my LSL. Um, oh, I got wow. an LSL guitar not long ago. Um, yeah, I got to collaborate with them as well, which is pretty cool. So I'm an artist for LSL. Oh, wow. Congratulations again. That's amazing. That's the pink guitar. Yeah, thank you. That's the pink guitar. That's one. I'm pretty obsessed with that one at the moment. It depends on what I'm going to play when I go in my room. But that one's the most versatile. So I have to say that one because it's got the humbucker, the split, you know, it's got everything. It's the one. Yeah. And it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, the guitar is like your children too. Like you sort of, you know, veer towards certain ones at certain times, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You go through phases. But I, I, I always try to keep all my guitars out of the cases because I've got, I think I've got nine at the moment. So they're just like everywhere over the house. They're all over the couches, just everywhere. Mum hates it. But um, <laughs> you've got you to be fair to your children. You got to. Exactly. Them, yeah, I know. You've got to give them all attention. They all need time to shine. Exactly. They all do different things. They bring something out of you. Each one. Exactly. I totally understand. <laughs> yes, you got me. <laughs> so now that we went through the gear, I'm telling you, I just, I w need to borrow your pedal board for two hours. That's all I ask. <laughs> you yeah, have an yeah, amazing yes, pedal I'll send board. it over. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Hey. <laughs> so... Now that you're, you know, you're coming to America and you know what you want to do, you're studying for school, what advice would you give to other musicians who are looking to do this as well? Would you say go for it or, you know, venture out and do other things? What is your advice for them? Uh, see, I was lucky to have, like, I know some people don't get their parents' support and blah, 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 but I was, I'm pretty lucky that I have really supporting and caring parents. But I'd just say work really hard, like, if you want it bad enough, and like you just can't see your life without it work hard be real if you commit to something commit i think it's just important to have a balanced life as well because it's easy to be consumed by music 
sometimes it'll get so overwhelming. But like for me, I'm still 19, so I'm sure I don't know everything and I'm probably not the best person to give advice. But um, like when it comes to like the bigger side of business or like signing contracts and dealing with different companies or online work, I always get someone's opinion. Well, at the moment, my parents. And if we think we need further opinions, we will do that. But I think, um, yeah, it can definitely be overwhelming at times when you get a really cool offer and it's easy to rip yourself off too. So I never, ever reply straight away. That's my biggest thing. I always let the excitement go away and make sure I ask questions about whatever it is and know everything before I, I sign something. Because like, there's definitely people out there trying to take advantage of like young musicians. Every but, day. Um, yeah, I'm lucky that I haven't haven't had any bad experiences so far. But I guess just know what know if you get an offer, just know everything. Like ask questions. Just ask people. For sure. And you're being so young and constantly, you know, daily. I, I'm sure your numbers are going up and followers and people in your DMs asking for this and that. How would you tell others to navigate that, you know, impending stardom and, you know, everyone wanting a piece of you? How do you deal with that? Um, I I mean, with like DMs, I always try to reply to as many as I can, but like sometimes it gets to a point where you just, you can't because you're running out of time to do, you know, you got to practice as well. You got to keep up with your, your work. And um, I just say always be humble. Reply, I think. Uh, social media it's a tricky thing like I woke up this morning and I had someone that sent me a message a week ago and I obviously hadn't missed I missed it and then they had said something nasty because I hadn't replied yet but like oh wow I mean what can you do there's always going to be like a few nasty people out there on social media I think you just gotta have a thick skin know your worth and sort of yeah exactly have thick skin you just gotta take the um the bad with good yeah, I think if you put yourself out there, you got to expect it a little bit. So, like, you can't please everyone. Not everyone's going to love you. I know that. I know that not everyone's going to love me. You can hate my guitar <laughs> playing. Like, I don't care. It just sort of sucks when people, like, I don't care if people say, like, oh, this video sucks. But, like, when it's, like, a personal attack, it's sort of a bit, like, really? But, yeah. I mean, you're gonna, it's going to happen. I just say, keep on playing your instrument, you know, ignore it. <laughs> Go pick up your instrument. <laughs> You're feeling down, go pick it up. <laughs> that is amazing for someone being so young to be so grounded and to know this all, you know, from the top, from jump to not be worried about people's opinions and just go enjoy what you're doing. That's amazing. Yeah. For Thanks. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky. I've got parents that have guided me through That's it all. So, great yeah. parents, great parents. Tell the people how to follow you, where to find you. Um, Instagram is the main place. That's at Sophie Giuliani, G-I-U-L-I-A-N-I. It's probably going to be on here anyway. Um, I also have a Facebook page and a YouTube, which is all linked on my Instagram anyway. But at the moment, Instagram is probably the main place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you, Sophie, for being with us on Fret Sisters. I really enjoyed talking to you. You've been an amazing guest. I really enjoyed guest. talking to you too. Awesome. Thank you. And until next time, everybody, later. Later. Hey, Jenny Jam here with another segment of Riff Girl. Since it's the holidays, let's get a little festive with Let It Snow. This is in B-flat major. Hope you enjoy.
You can view video of this on our Instagram or Facebook at Fret Sisters, or go on YouTube and search Fret Sisters, and you'll see it there. Peace and love. Love our Fret Tea Talk? Make sure you follow us for our latest episode. And all you need is your favorite drink and grab a seat, because our Fret Tea Talks will never miss a beat.